Hi again. So we now come to the SummerSlam 2009 review. The SummerSlam review series just keeps on rolling on. We're getting towards the, the full home stretch here. But um, yeah, this show kicked off. This was the first show of DX coming back. So in the intro, they kind of talk over everything, trying to be funny and kind of failing. But <laughs> there's better, bigger and better things to come from them later on. Uh, more on that later. Uh, the show kicks off with Rey Mysterio against Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental title. And this is a fantastic match. Honestly, one of the best SummerSlam openers of all time. A great Intercontinental title match. You've got Dolph here was in a really good spot. He's shown a lot of promise and he has a good talent, but unfortunately over the years, it's almost as if he's outstayed his welcome and became incredibly stale. He's been coming in recent years doing these non-stop, it should have been me! promos which are unbearable now but Dolph is a good talent He's he certainly has his, his place and, and he was at his prime here good stuff here, a lot of really good stuff here, the, the near falls actually worked it wasn't false finishers as well but it was near falls that looked believable as if they were about to finish the match you could believe alright oh, this is the finish, oh no it's not so yeah it was really good a fantastic match, uh, Ray retains the title uh, it made the Intercontinental title mean something again because as much as I quite liked Santino winning it the year before, you kind of see that it was just lumped in with a women's title. It was like jobber titles that didn't matter, but this felt like a throwback to sort of Intercontinental title match. You'd maybe get at a SummerSlam in the 90s in many ways. So yeah, this was really good. So I enjoyed the hell out of this. Fantastic opener. Up next, you've got MVP and Jack Swagger in kind of a nothing match. It's not bad, it's just kind of there. I mean, if you watch it, it's fine. If you miss it, it's fine. You're not missing much, it's passable. Before it, there's an interview uh, which Swagger, between the two, which Swagger shows, shows no personality whatsoever. But MVP's very good. He, they're talking about his ex-con past. Uh, MVP's got a lot of charisma, good talent. MVP goes over here, fine. At least the right guy won, fine. It is what it is. Up next, tag titles uh, is Crime Time against Chris Jericho and the Big Show, or as they were called, Jericho. Yeah, that was a good tag team, actually. When, when, they got, when they got together at first, it was because Edge got injured. Edge and Jericho were champions, and Edge got injured. And I remember when Big Show was announced as Jericho's partner, I was just like, oh, really? But actually, it turned out to be a great team, and they, they had a good little theme when they mashed up their themes. So, yeah, this actually worked. Uh, not a bad match. It's fine. Quite a decent match, uh, but... Jerry Show win it. I was saying as well the other day, uh, two years about the SummerSlam 2007 show, um, talking about crime time, how it's, no pun intended, but a crime, they never actually held the tag titles. A very popular and entertaining team, and yet you've got the Street Profits these days, those utterly annoying charisma vacuums can win the titles before before they've even been on the main roster for a year. It's just, it just shows you how badly the state the wrestling business is in now, but there you have it. That's for another discussion for another time. Up next, though, we come to... We come to... D... We come to, oh, it said the great Kali versus Kane. <laughs> In other words, an anti smarks porno. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm just kidding. Well, for some of it, probably is. But still, uh, yeah, this match is boring, but it's not as bad as it could have been. This could have been a hell of a lot worse. It's not as bad as Kali and Batista from 07, and it's not as good as Triple H and Kali from the 08, but it's there and at least Kane wins the right guy wins but these matches just no I will say one thing at least this was when they were starting to make him the Punjabi playboy which rather than the big monster thing which was better because it worked better for him at least that was mildly entertaining so there you have it it is what it is 
Moving on. Up next, we've got, D- uh, as mentioned before, we've got DX back against Legacy, a.k.a. Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase. You've got Ted DiBiase Jr. and Triple H Jr. on the one show. And it's ironic that I'm doing this review on a Wednesday, of course. You've got the Wednesday Night Boars when Triple H and Triple H Jr. compete to see who can who can appeal to the most niche audience. <laughs> there you go. Another example of how far wrestling's fallen. There you have it. But uh, DX came back. Uh, this was their, their first match back since uh, the, the, there was one last run of DX before Shawn Michaels would eventually retire in 2011. I do remember the build-up to this when Triple H goes to find find Shawn and he's working this cafe. <laughs> and uh, he ends up super-kicking this little girl. Good stuff. Off-camera, of course, because they were still PG, but it was funny as fuck. Let's be real. Um, DX's entrance is amazing here. Got the they come out on tanks. It's a great entrance. Like, well, it would be fitting of a WrestleMania. So great to see this at a SummerSlam as well. A, a big show should have a big event and a big entrance. So glad to see it. The match itself is fine. Entertaining match. It's a good match. DX win. Sean gets gets to make the pin, which makes sense because he's the first. He's the guy back. But yeah, you have a good match here. I enjoyed this quite a bit. Unlike the next match, um, Christian versus William Regal for the the redheaded stepchild title, aka the ECW title, the title no one gave a shit about. Uh, but you've got <laughs> this. This was an abominate. Whereas you know, the previous year you've got Matt Hardy and Mark Henry. It was a match no one cared about. So just get it over with as quickly as possible. With Christian and William Regal, this could actually have been good. You could have actually done some really good stuff with this and you just wasted both of them here. You've got like the bell rings, Regal's turned his back, he's about to take his robe off and then Christian just grabs him and does the kill switch and wins. So it's over within like nine seconds or something. It's, a, it's just a waste. It's just not good at all. Terrible stuff here. What, what was the point in this? Seriously, this was just garbage. And what a shame. What a waste of Christian. You've not long got Christian back, who's this great talent, and you do this. Just, uh, oh well, at least he left with a title, at least. But, uh, well, there you have it. But then again, after coming up next, we've got oh, John Cena against Randy Orton again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I didn't like their match from 07. I watched it for the first time the other day and I thought it was boring, but it's a fucking masterpiece compared to this. This is not just boring. This is complete drizzling fucking shits. This is, I was talking about Batista and Great Kali the other day being one of the worst world title matches in SummerSlam history. This is worse. This is actually worse. I think this is the worst. This is atrocious. It's just over to hell. You've got bits when they stop the match, they start the match, they stop the match, they start the match, they start the match, they start the match. And they've got the they've got a fake fan plant running in, breaking up to STFU and all that. Wow, what a shite. And Randy Orton eventually wins. You can tell it was already it was done because they know Randy Orton was gonna win, but it was done as a way to protect Cena. This was just utter pish. Oh, it's absolute pish. If you've never seen this match before, you are lucky. You are very, very fortunate, and I envy you. This was shite. Of all the John Cena Randy Orton matches, this is probably the worst one, which probably tells you a lot. Thankfully, it didn't main event, though, and thankfully, CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy in a TLC match did, and this was everything that's the, the polar opposite of Cena and Orton 
This was fantastic. An absolutely brilliant main event for this SummerSlam. Two years in a row, they've had absolute outstanding main events at SummerSlam here. One of the, Again, up there with the best of them. This was fantastic. The storyline going into this was about uh, CM Punk mocking Jeff Hardy's addictions uh, as well, which was uh, good television, just captivating television. I'd mentioned before in the 08 review how CM Punk was basically boring in this straight edge thing, but when they turned this character heel and made her a holier-than-thou dickhead, which, to be honest, he probably he comes across as that in real life. It actually really did work. It worked incredibly well. The dynamics here worked well. I, I do find it ironic, and I touched on this, I think, in a previous recording, how CM Punk moaned about the, they'd done the Seamus and Jeff Hardy storyline this, uh, this year, mocking addictions. So, yeah, popcorn kettle black there, Phil. But still, he might not have had the stroke to say no to this at this time, of course, because he wasn't as big a name at this time, so... In that sense, okay, but he seems to have conveniently forgotten about that. So, yeah, well, there you go. Typical SGW, though. They're always hypocrites, but there you have it. Uh, But this match was fantastic. CM Punk wins. Uh, The finish as well, you've got a nice finish as well when CM Punk's, the lights go out, and then when the lights go back on, The Undertaker's sitting, lying below CM Punk, sits up and then just gives him a choke slam. I know a lot of smarts would be like, hey, you don't get free and pack his booming. It's like, ah, shut up. Undertaker's awesome. So that was a good way of sending the crowd home happy and setting up the next feud. So that was fine. You know, as what it is. I think as well, Jeff Hardy left not long after this as well. Uh, literally a couple of days, I think they had another match and it was if Jeff Hardy loses, he leaves. And of course he did. And then he ended up in TNA a few months later. So... I do um, do sometimes wonder if he just took the time off with his contract off so he uh, so he could get away from the wellness policy. And I hate to say that, but uh, and then it goes to TNA where I don't think they're as strict or stringent with that. So, ah well, that is what it is with Jeff. Um, everyone's got their demons and things. Uh, we all do, and but Jeff's just one of those people, bit of a liability, which is why you can never really get behind him properly. Uh, of course, he's got no charisma as well, but that's another one. But you can never really trust him in the top guy spot. So. Oh well, that's the way he repays WWE. He gets a title reign and then gets to main event SummerSlam and then does that. So I'm not a fan of the guy. Some just rubs me the wrong way about Jeff Hardy. I know a lot of people are and it's an unpopular opinion, but there you have it. And he's a spot monkey. But to be fair, this is a spot monkey match and it worked for him. But this was fantastic. The right match main evented. So with this SummerSlam, it's a mixed bag. The two summit the is bookended by two fantastic matches, a fantastic opener, a tremendous main event. God, some two god awful title title matches right before it, but it's fun to have DX back. Um, overall, it's a decent show. If you want, if you've never seen it before, uh, you can have a watch of it. Your your time will pass relatively quickly. If you want to skip John Cena versus Randy Orton, you might be better off doing that. But uh, overall, it's a thumbs up. It's not one of the best Summer Slams, but it's a thumbs up. There's more positive than negative, especially with the two great matches and a main event gets you off on a good on a good feeling. So, yep, this was thumbs up. Now, I have never seen Summer Slam 2010. Yes, the infamous Nexus burial, apparently. So, I've never actually seen it, but I see that it's a part on the it's on the free network. So I'm going to give this one a blast. The last one that I hadn't seen that I gave a shot on the free network was SummerSlam 07, and that sucked. Apparently 2010 sucks as well, but I'm going to brave it and review it. So brace yourself for that one. Um, Thanks very much for listening, though. Um, Goodbye.